Um, so we're doing what the health, I would have called it highway to health if I was allowed to call it the title, but yeah, okay, good, good, good. Um, so this is uh, f- the fourth, yeah, the fourth session on what the health, or you can call it highway to health, I don't you know. <laughs> um, and basically... I just have this thought. This is a share. Normally, I do a lot of teaching or preaching. I'm just sharing with you guys. So relax, unwind. I'm just going to share some thoughts. And you're like, I don't care about this guy's thoughts. But um, no, have a listen. See what you think. You can judge it for yourself, my thoughts. Um, so the thought is that a healthy Christian will be, there, there will be a, a movement to their life. And it's one that moves from glory to glory. There's a, there's a pattern, there's a, a way that we move, um, and it is from glory to glory, yeah? There's a movement. That's for the healthy Christian, at least. <laughs> uh, if you're not healthy, you probably might not do that very well, but you're still loved. But um, just keep that in mind. Uh, so a long time ago, a lot of people thought... Uh, that the gods or, or God was heaps far away um, from people and that he wasn't really involved with humanity or they. Uh, and they, the, the gods only really ever spoke to humanity. It was very, very rare. But if they did, it was because they demanded something. Um, <laughs> and it was, yeah, there's this distant... Um, the separation between the heaven and the earth, and it was like they don't really get along. But Christian, some other people came along. Christian mystics in this time started to talk about the idea that God wasn't far away, that he is here and he never stops working and he's doing something good, restoring redeeming, reconciling, all things. And, and, and he always wants to communicate. Not that he's very rarely wanting to communicate, but he's constantly communicating, constantly. And constantly loving, constantly working to bring about something good. And so these, uh, these thinkers as well as um, some old rabbis, they had this thought, and I started to talk about it before, but um, there's this idea of the burning bush with Moses. And the burning bush, it was, it's this conundrum. It's like it's, it's, it's being burnt, but it's, not, it, it's on fire, but it's not being consumed. And these thinkers of the time, they were like, what, what, what do you reckon that is all about? Like, why a burning bush... That isn't being consumed. And I love the mystics. Pastor Brad, you remind me of a, of a, of a Christian mystic. You do. The way that you, you talk and you're like, yeah, I was at the lights and God spoke to me. And, and you're in communication. You believe that the, this God that we serve is constantly talking, constantly um, loving, doing something good. But they, these guys, they had the idea that, well, the reason why it was burning 
and not being consumed was, was so that when Moses walked past it, he would see it. <laughs> Just as simple as that. It was so that he could, oh, see it and have a moment with the divine where God would speak to him and set him up on a trajectory um, to do what he was um, born for and to do what God wanted to do at the same time. And so their thinking would follow on to say that, well, actually, maybe the whole world's on fire. Maybe it's not just the burning bush. Maybe the whole thing's on fire waiting for us to to put the iPhone down, to take off our shoes and allow ourselves to see and hear. Uh, Yeah, and so when when you follow that thought, all of a sudden you begin to become sensitive to the fact that there is a God here amongst us, not far away, and that he is constantly communicating, loving, and doing something good. Um, And that's why Pastor Brad can have a special time with God on the road. (laughs) I haven't got to that Zen level yet. (laughs) When I'm on the road, I'm like, oh, get out of my way. Uh, That was the Christian version. Um, you really are a God, a man of God, Pastor Brad, doing that in the car. Come on. That's impressive. But yeah, I, I take my hat off to you because I drive to Sydney a lot and spend a lot of time on the road with idiots. Uh, I pray that <laughs> they would have uh, revelation knowledge on keeping left unless overtaking. But anyway, um, so I had this moment where this, I was listening to a song and this lyric was on fire. Um, a lyric that I'd heard heaps of times before, but it, it must have always been a light, but I'd never stopped or paid attention. And um, it's not a Christian song. It's from a band called Alt-J. I don't know if anyone really knows of them, but there's this lyric and it goes... Like all good fruit, should I sing it? No, no, (laughs) no, I'm definitely not. Not when Lucas is there going, yeah. (laughs) It says, like all good fruit, the balance of life is in the ripe and ruin. And I was like, oh, wow, what's that? And it's, it just was haunting me, that lyric, just haunting me and haunting me. And I was like, oh, wow. Um, and I'm in this connect group or this thrive group um, that Sean and Izzy started. Oh, hats off to you guys. Um, if you're not in a thrive group, can I please encourage you to get along to a thrive group? They are so good. And this message really was worked out and the nuts and bolts of it were put together in the, in the group. Um, it really helps you to process your experiences with the divine if you're that way inclined. It helps you to um, be connected. Look, I can't, I can't be more honest than, than this. I, 
please, if you're not in one, I'm telling you, this is not forceful. If you don't want to get in it, fine. But if you're wondering, get along to one. I'm telling you, they are so good. Um, and yeah, so in, in the group, we're, we're, we're putting it together and, well, not the group, but it was, it was being downloaded to me whilst we're in the group and guys were saying stuff. I was like, yeah, that works. That makes sense. And oh my gosh, here we are. Um, then um, we were at a prayer meeting with the church and uh, the image of a, of a healthy body came in. I was, I was pondering this, um, like all good fruit, the balance of life is in the ripe and ruin. Then and this idea of, of the healthy body, uh, a human's a healthy body has cells. I don't know if you know this, but this is this is constantly happening. They're bursting into new life. There's there's new cells bursting into life constantly, and there's old cells dying constantly. And if your old cells aren't dying and fully perishing constantly, you're going to get sick. And obviously, if you're not bursting forth with new cells, <laughs> it's not going to go too well for you either. So the health of the human body, it, it needs you to be bursting into new life and at the same time dying. Isn't that an interesting thought? Yeah, I thought so too. I really thought I could stop now and just walk, drop the mic, but um, I won't. So... I started to uh, look into this idea, and really, it became my mission. <laughs> it's, it's like my, um, like a New Year's resolution, I guess you would call it, uh, to to walk this out, to come alive to new things and to die to old things. And we we spoke about it at our connect group, um, and we gave ourselves uh, some space to go and pray and, and to think about it. It was cool, and we're keeping each other <laughs> accountable, and it's good. Um, but I'd like to just bring up some scriptures, and what I what I really want to do at the end of this, um, I'm going to try and get through this quickly because what I want to do this morning is get the band back up, and what I would love is for everyone to have an opportunity just to spend some time um, in this space. Uh, to become fully present in the now and realize and be open to the fact that there is a God that's here amongst us, ready to talk to, you, ready to do something good, and we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of a, a moment together. Um, so if we could bring up, if you want to turn with me, we can go to Ephesians four twenty two, and we'll go to twenty four. It says this: You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your mind and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Um, and here, what I was really challenged with is this idea is the putting off and the putting on. There's an intentionality there. You have to choose to put off the old and you have to choose to put on the new. There's, a, there's an intentionality there. Um, it doesn't just happen. And, and Paul follows this idea on in the next scripture um, that I want to 
us to go through in Colossians 3, uh, 8 to 11. It says, But now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, ooh, got to get rid of those two when I'm driving, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, whatever that is, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. And so again, you see this idea of the taking off and the, and, the, and the putting on. And isn't it interesting that there's, there's old, it talks about, we have old practices that aren't helpful. And they aren't helpful, why? He, Paul, in both um, passages, he throws out this little thing. He's talking about a new self, but when he's talking about the new self, he's talking about really the old self, the, the, the first self, the way it was always intended to be, because he's, he's, he's harking back to Genesis each time. He's t- talking about you're created to be in the image of God. This new self is created to be in the image of God, and Paul knows his Hebrew scriptures. He's going, hey, it is new, but it's actually the way it was always meant to be. <laughs> when, when everything is working correctly and the world is in this shalom state where there's harmony and peace and everything's going, um, that's, that's the way it was always meant to be. So it's like, it's, like, um, it's like khaki cargo shorts, really. Uh, no one likes them now. They thought they were awesome a while ago. And I guarantee you in the next 20 years, everyone's going to go, they were awesome and the kids will be wearing them. Um, <laughs> and I'll be rocking them too. Go, Look at this cool dude. I've been wearing them the whole time, guys. Um, <laughs> no, so there's this, this new self, which is really the old self or the, the truest original self uh, that we get to, to be. And um, when we are stuck with these old practices that disrupt the harmony state in which we're called to live, it's not helpful. And so he's going, well... Let's do away with old practices as well. And you have to be intentional. He's, he's saying, take it off. Stop these old practices. And for me, I've lived a lot of life as a Christian thinking, well, if I just, you know, hang out with God and study the Bible and uh, do all this good, great stuff, I'm just going to be fine. Um, I don't need to focus on my flaws or my weaknesses I don't need to worry about them. They'll sort themselves out. Whereas the mentality here is, no, hang on, be intentional about stopping them, about taking off these old ways and, and becoming the truest self that you are called to be and always have been. Um, and I, <laughs> I don't know if it's, I don't know. I personally, I have a struggle with that. I'm like, oh, I hate looking at my weaknesses and flaws. I've, I've, uh, through different circumstances in my life, I've, I have a tendency, if you 
want to tell me how crap I am, <laughs> I'll, uh, I tend to want to go you. <laughs> oh, so like, yeah. So, but I just, all that to say is, how do I <laughs> make this right? Um, so, what I've been finding lately, and this is, this is the honest truth, is that this good God that we serve, that's all loving, um, more and more I'm discovering how safe I am to be not that magnificent. Mm. Around some people, it doesn't feel great or safe to be not magnificent. But the God that I hang out with, he loves me enough to not want me to stay the same, but he's cool and understands that it's going to take some time. And he's absolutely okay with it. He loves you. You're safe. There's no safer place to be weak and broken than in the presence of God. See, a lot of people get it mixed up. A lot of people get it mixed up. They feel safer with people than God. But in actual fact, some people think like, oh, I, can't be, I can't be not right in front of God. If I'm not right, then he's going to hate me or something bad's going to happen when it's not that way at all. God is in the business of reconciling all things, redeeming. is a redeemer. Uh, and yeah, come on. I think you hear what I'm saying. So yeah, uh, putting on, taking off, there's a, there's a pattern here. Um, if we go to Galatians 5 and we start at 16, we'll go to 17, we'll, we'll see this. It says, so I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. And so when you read that, you're like, oh, great. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound easy. Uh, what's the go here? And if you're like me, of course you would go straight to the old Cherokee proverb where a grandson speaks to his grandfather, yeah? No. And that's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk you through it. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, greed, arrogance, self-pity, inferiority, lies, superiority, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, empathy, generosity, and compassion. The same fight is going on inside you and every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a while and then he asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. Um, and I think 
we're not to be really stressed about this idea of putting off the old self, putting on the new self, and when Paul <laughs> makes it sound like you're going crazy trying to figure that out, um, the idea is relax. That it's, it's not, it's, it's not going to be so hard. I mean, it will have its challenges, and we'll find out what happens in a, in a little bit, but the best way you can start is just by not feeding that old self, putting off the old practice, practices. Um, but let's move on because it sounds like you've got to do a lot of work. <laughs> the key is intentionality, yes. Um, being intentional is so uh, important. Uh, but it's, there's, there's another side to it, isn't there? There's walking with the Spirit. And these scriptures that I've spoke about all sort of wrap it up by walking with the Spirit. Um, and so like I said, the the idea is, uh, well, the, the sermon, it came to me with fruit, like all good fruit, the balance of life is in the right room, and we're going to end it up full circle. We'll go to Galatians 5, 22 to 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Again, such things there, against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Um, so yeah, you can choose to not be doing the bad stuff, but the key and I think the goal that Paul's always encouraging us to do is to walk by the Spirit. And as we walk by the Spirit, as we walk in relationship with this crazy idea that there is a God that's here right now doing something good, always talking and loving, that you can actually walk with this divine being in life and he can lead you and guide you. And as you do that, it be, that's where your energy, that's where your power is to put off the old self. And that's where the power is to put on the new self. Trying to do this on your own is just like a... a it's just not going to work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can tell you that it doesn't work. Walking with the Spirit in relationship with, the guy, with God and, and being open to this, this realm, that's where the power comes from to do this and to do it well. And just a thought about fruit before we stand up and I invite the band to please come. Um, the fruit, you can't just pop a fruit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Have you ever tried to just pop a fruit? Like, that's not your responsibility either, in case you were wondering. <laughs> you don't have what it takes to pop a fruit. I've tried, and it doesn't smell nice. But <laughs> what I would say is, sorry, I, <laughs> we're in the cafeteria, guys. Um, You, you're not going to be able to... That's, that's the mystical work of walking with the Spirit. The fruit coming to bear, that only comes when you're in relationship with God, open up to His ways, and you're walking in step with Him. He does this magical thing of, of popping the fruit. <laughs> um, but we can tend to the soil. We can tend to the soil, you piece of dirt. No one laughed at that. Everyone's like, oh, that was really judgmental. Uh, yeah. 
you can, you can tend to the soil. Can't pop a fruit, but you can tend to the soil. That's the closing thought. Um, just thought I'd say that because you're interested in my thoughts. I can tell now. Everyone's just quiet looking. Yeah, I can dig. Whatever. Um, so, Ben, could you please come up? What I would love to do right now is I'd ask us all to just stand as the, as the band comes. And I'd love to pray for you. But I would love for us all just to take some time and be intentional with God. Because I believe that God is wanting to communicate to you right now. I believe that the divine is wanting you to burst forth into new life. I, I can see it on you guys. There's something that he wants you to come alive to in a new way. There's also things that he wants you to put off. Not because he hates you, but because he loves you. And he wants you to live freer. And he wants you to, to be the truest you that, you've, that you can be. So why don't we stand to our feet, church? Come on. Um, spend some time. Be intentional. Allow God to speak to you. Allow God to lead you and guide you into new life. And allow Him to lead you and guide you and, and teach you how to put off old practices. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, that you are good. I thank you that you are here. And I, and I thank you that you, you really are doing something special today. I thank you for the trajectory of our life, that it's, it's, it's moving from glory to glory. I thank you for our church, God, that it is doing the same. You're moving us forward, moving us forward, glory to glory. You're a good God. You're a good God. Why don't we just spend some time, church? Spend some time. Open up. Take your shoes off. If you have to, you can even do it in real life. Put the phone down. Don't worry about what's happening tomorrow. Don't worry about what you're going to eat for lunch. Let's just stop, become fully present, and notice that this room is on fire. It's on fire. God that loves you and is eager to communicate with you. Lord, we open ourselves up. Have your way, Lord, in this moment. There's no safer place to be vulnerable and your weaknesses, church. There's no safer place. God is for you, not against you. You've actually been loved the whole time. You've been loved the whole time.
some of you, this is awkward. It's like, oh, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my mind. I can't, what's happening right now? I need to be doing something. Relax, you've got two more minutes of this. It's okay.